Pris. Welcome Hi, to PS Platform. Hello. Hi. Thank you for saying yes, spending this time with us, answering us some questions. And, and um, thank you so much. Um, we are very honored to have both of you. Um, um, before we start, can we just uh, get a quick introduction from maybe Pris, Pris first? Uh, hi, everybody. My name is Priscilla. Um, myself is a mother of two, one girl, one boy. And uh, the girl is Clara, two and a half years old this year. And my boy is crossing 100 days this week. So basically, um, me and Karine founded this Wishful since 2019, year end. And prior to that, I was actually a wedding planner. So myself also have another business setting up wedding, but who knows that wedding is going to be badly affected. Hence, um, this wishful comes in just perfectly to, to, to save um, our financial constraint as well. So basically, um, myself has been an entrepreneur for maybe the last three, four years. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. So, so all this while you have like being wedding planner all this while before wishful? Yes. Mm, so you are the pro, the wedding planner uh, pro. You okay la. I, I Before starting wedding planning, actually, I am a banker. Okay. I was in financial industry for close okay. to five years and mm. I work in Singapore, work in Malaysia mm. Bank. Mm -hmm. And then, um, but when I came back for good, married, and I realized that I really don't want to go into this corporate life. I wanted to have some challenges. Yes. Um, there's why, there is where I started to take up a wedding planning course and then uh, venture into wedding planning business and then into wishful as another yeah. business e-commerce yeah. entrepreneurship is is a uh, very uh challenging and very uh uh um one one of uh, how to say uh, that what that the word that i forgot um one of a kind entrepreneurship yes one of yeah. a kind <laughs> yeah okay thank you so much for your introduction um we can hear from karen Hi everyone, my name is Kareen. I'm also like Pris, mother of two. Uh, my son, first son, uh, Tyler, is uh, turning six this year and Lucas is turning two next week. So yes, um, also similar to Pris, we both mm -hmm. actually met in the wedding industry networking uh, event. Mm -hmm. So there was this event where we came together with other uh, wedding vendors mm -hmm. and then we uh, shared our marketing ideas and how mm -hmm. to leverage on social media and I was mm -hmm. the speaker for that event mm -hmm. and that was how we connected mm. so at that time I was also running um, the white atelier I'm still mm. running the white atelier actually mm -hmm. so we do custom made gowns and shoes and basically custom apparels for brides and uh, we have uh, customers from Malaysia Singapore and also uh, Australia UK and all that mm. but um at that time, I was actually about to give birth to Lucas, which is my mm. second born. Yeah. So I was actually in a lot of doubt at that point. Like I didn't know uh, whether I could still have two kids with no help and running a business that is demanding mm. because weddings are all about um, customer service. Yes. And custom-made uh, gowns and shoes require a lot of attention, a lot of one-to-one -one servicing. So I was actually in this phase where I was a bit like having self-doubt and I, mm. I was asking my husband, do you think I should just uh, close down the business and then just focus on being a mom of two, you know? Mm. Uh, and then um, Pris uh, approached me mm. to do this together because at that time she wanted to start off with uh, 
full moon gift boxes. Oh. So that's what we started off with mm. this idea to to do it in a very minimalistic way. And at the same time, I was about to give birth, so she wanted to give me some of the boxes, and then uh, maybe see how it goes from there. You know, yeah. so that was how it started. It started off as like a sponsorship relationship. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, and then um from then on um it started to blossom into a partnership. Mm-hmm. But of course, initially when she asked me um. I immediately said no to her lah. Before I even thought about it, before I even discussed with my husband, in my mind is no because mm. I already had the white atelier on hand and mm. I, I was about to give birth. So naturally in my human mind, I was ready to just say no like right away because mm. it just didn't seem possible at that time. Mm. But after I rejected, like I declined her invitation, uh, I didn't feel the peace in my heart. Mm. I just felt like, maybe I should have given it more thought instead yeah. of like just uh, shutting it down. Mm. So I actually asked my husband about it mm. and then Priscilla was very nice. She said, it's okay, you can think about it you know, in the mm. future. If we have uh, any ideas, we can always uh, partner or collaborate. Mm. So uh, I, I sat on it for a while and I, I told my husband, you know, I, I don't know why, it's, it's, it sounds um, silly for me to even entertain the thought, right? Yeah. <laughs> but I just felt like, I should give it a try. Mm. So I told my husband, uh, I know it's crazy, but if, let's say, I don't have your support, I won't go ahead. Because I know that uh, with another business on hand, uh, it's going to be heavier on him as well as a yeah. parent. You know, he has to take over a lot more and he has to hold the fort. Yeah. But he said, um, just try. You mm. know, n- you never know. So I came in with, to the business with the approach where I just wanted to give it a shot. And mm. see where this leads us to. Because when she uh, pitched to me on like doing gifting, I really, really like the idea. Because personally for me, I love to give gifts. Yeah. I mean, everybody loves to receive gifts, right? But for me, I love to give gifts. Yeah. Like every time when it comes to Christmas or birthdays, I find myself being very excited with the process of putting together a gift mm. you know and thinking of what gift to give to this person how to wrap mm. it how to package it mm. so it the, the idea excited me a lot mm. so I went back to prison and I said actually I thought about it and I think mm. yeah maybe we can give it a try what's the worst that can happen because you know if let's say we both cannot handle then it's okay lor. at least we tried right yeah but if it if it takes off then it's good <laughs> yeah. yeah so that was how that, that was how we started Mm. Yeah. I think I think it's um amazing how you you give a little bit more thought on it because I think I think it's just a, a fine line right whether you want or not and then what makes Priscilla this for you what makes you wait on on Karen like why do you know that she is the one that you want to partner with why she you know okay uh, um, from the first time I met Karen right yeah I was very uh, uh, uh impressed because uh she's my first so so called influencer friend. To oh, be honest, yeah. I have never never gone into like knowing any circle of friends of mine who mm. are influencer mm. and uh, how they do their social media posting. There are so many knowledge and yes. um, effort behind. Yes. even from the photo shooting. And to be honest, from that session itself, I went back. I think through, and I think that it's really a trend, and it's also very very important to carry a good social media because it's a Impress, uh, impression that we are giving to others. Yeah. So definitely it's like what Karin said, it's a digital impression that we are carrying mm. with ourselves. Mm. And then from there, I realized that um, I also think through with my existing business, Story Matter, 
uh, the wedding planning business. How can yeah. I strive better this and that? Then yeah. I, I come towards an, 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 a few discussion and then I yeah. think probably we can venture into something that has recurring. If you know wedding is one time, okay? Yeah. Like I engage you wedding planner first time that I'm not going to get married second time, right? Yeah. So, so it's a lot of effort to acquire a customer in. All right. But it's only that one chance that you connect with this customer and then yeah. thereafter nothing much. Yeah. So it struck me and an idea um, to have the full moon gift box. Another reason mm-hmm. is because that time when I first met Karin was uh, somewhere my firstborn crossed six months old. Mm. When I was giving birth to my firstborn, I was like sourcing high and low for a good full moon gift box. And I realized mm. the market really not many. Yes. Not many. It's either very, very traditional packaging or it's either very, very keto, cartoonist, mm-hmm. that kind. Mm-hmm. So there, there is no like um, very modern, but also representing a bit of traditional sense element inside, yes. whereby um, I have this idea to, to re, retouch or reconnect with my client. Mm. Okay, So there goes the idea. Mm. So after I talk about the idea, then I thought if I were to really kickstart this, I wanted to have a testing of the market. Then who can I start with? Definitely it's an influencer like Karine. Yeah. Yeah. Therefore, uh, she's very, very approachable and very, very nice. Mm-hmm. And um, without knowing her very, very much, but we, we talk like we already know each other for quite a while, that kind. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's the connecting uh, spirits and also um, the, the, the mental level, not to say mental level, but then the, the, the thoughts that we have, the, yes. the maturity that and we sing. have, the idea that we have, it's, yeah. it's sing. Yeah. Yes. So the keyword here is we sing together very well. Yes. Yes. So basically, I would see like why I identify Karin as my partner. Mm-hmm. I didn't approach anybody, but only mm-hmm. Karin because mm-hmm. I realized Karin really is like my opposite half. Mm-hmm. Let's say uh, in any marriage, we are looking for a half of our, our, our husband is yeah. the opposite of us. Totally. So basically, we <laughs> complement each other. I'm a very fast person. My husband mm-hmm. is a very slow person. Yes. And I'm not very clean and tidy that kind. But he's very neat, very tidy, mm-hmm. very OT. Mm-hmm. So, so we, 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 we complement each other in that sense. And I yeah. truly believe that in any business, if can, you were to start off a partnership, find a partner that are quite opposite from what you are. Mm-hmm. So, um, But it has to be one thing has to be very open. Mm. So like how me and Karin always communicate, mm. we practice open communication. If I post song, I would just say. Yeah. But if, if I think you can improve from there, then yeah. we all take in. So I also take in any criticism openly and mm-hmm. we improve from that. There goes mm. our relationship. So mm. finding a partner in an entrepreneur journey, I would say it's just like finding your the other half in your life journey. Yes. Very, very important. Yeah. That goes, um, I would approach Karine also because she is very detailed person mm-hmm. and she is very meticulous, which yes. is what not I have. Yes. So I, I'm more numbers, finance, probably is target driven. Yes. And probably is very fast in, in certain things. Yes. Doesn't think through too much, that mm-hmm. kind of person. So okay. so she actually compliments um each we, we actually compliment each mm. other in that I understand. Yeah. Yeah, I think I, I very much can relate to Priscilla because I, I'm I'm like you, fast yeah. and then target and driven. But I always very, very slow with details. Like I can't do details. I need someone to write down my notes and my thoughts. I will talk, 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 talk. And that I will, that's why um, I, um, in my business also, I quite 
entrepreneurship i actually alone in the, in this business so so in this sense like uh i think with you in you identify a partner and you guys venture into together i think it's a very wise decision also from the very beginning because when you were to go into to, alone then it will be a lot of things that you have to a lot of holes that you need to fill in right a lot of um other things but so i think yeah i think that is a uh, good on you 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 aim on one good one which is karen and you guys just hit it off is this also one of the things that i want like i would like to say it's like a fate like like um yeah, the yeah. fate fated also, fated also yeah <laughs> cliche but yeah it's fated also <laughs> so um with that kind of sharing, actually, you already answered several of the questions. But one of the things that I would like to ask is, what is the challenges from the very beginning? Because both of you actually don't really know each other. Even though everything sync and everything, um, you talk, every, all the ideas sync and all. But of course, there's sure some kind of obstacles that you encounter to, to, uh, for the first time of working together as a business partner officially. So, Karin, your turn. Can you share with me what are the um, one uh, one challenges or one obstacle that you remember for the in the first year of being in Wishful together with Chris? Hmm, challenge. Uh, definitely, huh. there were there were quite a lot of challenges uh, yes, navigating through a new industry that yeah. we have not been in before. Yeah. But um, I would say the biggest challenge while starting up is balancing between actually expanding the team or not. Because we started with just the two of us. Yes. And then we added one full-time uh, staff. Mm. And it was already stretching for us. Because for us, we, 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 in the beginning, we didn't really take a salary for ourselves as well. We didn't yeah. draw salary. Uh, but it's always a very chicken and egg thing that we struggled with a lot in the beginning. But looking back, we are glad that we made the decision to expand our team. Mm -hmm. Because um, a lot of entrepreneurs, they feel like, hey, we, I sing sing cuckoo, you know, I, it's so yeah. hard for me to, to earn yeah. this profit, right? I yeah. should either pay myself or I should roll it back to the business to grow yeah. the business. Yeah. But when we add one more headcount, it's going to be another burden on the business. It's going to be another monthly expenditure. Yes. So for us, it, it's always a struggle. But with a nature like Wishful, where it is very labor-intensive, it is mm -hmm. all about customer servicing, all about uh, assembly, packaging, right? Mm -hmm. We really do need to hire. Yeah. So that was, that was our challenge in the beginning, like really uh, take the calculated risk to expand our team. Mm -hmm. And when we expand, you know, do we hire someone experienced that can take the load off our shoulders and we can trust and this person can work independently or we hire a fresh grad yeah. who doesn't really have the experience but is... Um, the pay is what we can afford. So this mm -hmm. has always been a struggle for us mm -hmm. to mm -hmm. identify who is suitable for what, you know, do we actually need to add a headcount or can we still manage, you know? Yeah. But over the years, I think we, we have managed to identify people. Yes. So when we go for an interview with a new uh, candidate, we will sort of know already, okay, will this person fit into our culture or mm -hmm. will, will, will this person fit into what we need? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that was the challenge, lah. I think mm. uh, this making big decisions like you know hiring and expanding yes. the team and and also weighing the the cost at the same yes. time. Yes, I yeah. think that is the main part, the costing, and then to expand or not. I think I I also can re very much relate to that. Yeah, especially as a as a startup, is as a new company where there's not 
ex- there's no investment like external investment that invests in your company and all is your shihantian like all is your your own money and uh, that is when things get very tricky so how about you first uh, for you also Karine covered the business side how about you in terms of uh, partnership right like you already chose Karine and you you want her to partner with you then then finally she said yes and then the first year what are the do you have any struggle in terms of like partnering with uh, Karine in terms of uh, the first year of uh, expanding Wishful? So if you say struggle, I wouldn't word it struggle. I would mm-hmm. word it as a, a lot of things to fix. Mm-hmm. So basically, like we both, right, could be yeah. very, very good friend when we talk yeah. casually. But when it yes. comes to facts and figures, business yes. running, a lot yeah. of time, uh, we need to have one thing in mind is that we have to trust each other. So basically, me and Karin actually we classify, uh, we differentiate our department from the very very beginning. Mm. Like Karin, okay, your forte is handling the design piece, the front mm. end, the mm. the face of the social media, the marketing arm. So this is her forte. So basically, yeah. I, I I give her all trust and I say, okay, you just go ahead. If the budget is okay, then just go ahead to do whatever you think is suitable. Mm. And she also trusts me in return to handle the inventory part, the ordering, the costing part. Mm. And then um, I'll, I'll just make a report. Then we both share as long as the numbers um are agreeable by both mm-hmm. parties. Mm-hmm. And she will run her front end. I will run my back end. So mm. we don't really like doubt or question each other. Hey, how is your social media doing? How come you do this? They never really... Um, produce conversion this and that I don't mm-hmm. question any because yeah. I trust everything that she do is within her um, her ability and she yeah. knows what's the most best because mm-hmm. everybody fundamentally or essentially we wanted to do good to our company maybe we yes. have made some mistake along the time but mm-hmm. basically we will share with each other hey, I, I feel that maybe we shouldn't do this uh, this is a wrong hire maybe I should mm-hmm. do another so, mm-hmm. so we share, we improve over time. These mm-hmm. are some things that I say I, we would need to fix it. But yeah. we never blame each other or what because a lot of time, the negativity is not something me and Karim practice. We both are mm-hmm. very positive, highly positive person. Yeah, I, would say. I think so, so a lot of time, right? Mm-hmm. We give a lot of positive projection, yes. <laughs> positive outcome and positive um, future, that kind mm-hmm. of thing. So yeah. we actually need a lot of negative energy from both of us. We, mm-hmm. we encourage each other with a lot of good words. And mm-hmm. even though I know sometimes we may not be doing really well in certain seasonal gifts or mm-hmm. we have been, uh, made a wrong decision for something else, we just mm-hmm. quickly identify it, rectify it, then we move, mm-hmm. move on. We don't mm-hmm. actually bring back up the old story and try mm. to trigger the quarrel or what it's yeah. just like wife like i say yes yes trust you whatever your department you do yes. and then everything is good perfect then it's good so yes. the mutual trust has to be there and yep. then we have to really segmentize ourselves law. like yep. okay now you are in this department so i'll let you to take the charge then mm-hmm. this is my department then probably i'll take the charge mm-hmm. so we have to trust each other Mm. So is there um so to the role is split and then at the same time how about friendship friend how do you differentiate how to draw the line like friendship and partners how do you because sometimes friends like for example my um there are cases where a lot of people they they partner that they, they said don't don't do business with friends a lot of times you know there's this saying don't do business with friends because it will end up bad so this kind of saying people has been saying in the in the in the in 
outside in the world. So for you, your case, how do you make sure that you know um you guys draw the line? Uh, maybe Karen can share with this. How do you draw the line? Hmm. Yes. Um. Like you said. Uh. Never do business with your husband and wife. You know, yes. Never husband and wife. Exactly. With best friend, with yes. family members, right? Yes. Um. I've heard a lot of all this, so mm -hmm. that is why when I started the white atelier, I wanted to do it alone. Mm -hmm. Because I was very worried that if I partner with somebody, yeah, um, I will encounter a lot of issues mm -hmm. like uh, disagreements, and then yeah. because of disagreements, then we close. Yeah. Uh, I've seen a lot of businesses around me close down because of partnership issues. It's not because mm -hmm. the business is not doing well. Mm -hmm. The business is growing, but three partners or two partners, you know, they cannot agree, so everyone just split, mm -hmm. and they just close. So yeah. to me, that is a very tragic thing to happen. Yeah, because especially if the partners are all friends or family yeah. members. Yeah. So for me, is I, I had that fear. That is why mm. when I started the YTL, I didn't want to partner with anybody. I just wanted mm. to do it on my own. Mm -hmm. But after that, I realized that there is beauty in partnership as long as we find the right partner. Yeah. So, so you, you can be your best friend, but if that best friend is not a, um, a good partner, mm -hmm. then it's very hard also. Yeah. So uh, it's very hard to explain how to find a good partner because you wouldn't know until you're actually in the business, right? Yeah, correct. You can't, you can't tell, oh yeah, this person can make a good partner because when it comes to dealing with money, when it comes to dealing with um, a lot of stressful decision-making every day, mm -hmm. it can take a toll on the relationship. Yes. So that is why for me and Priscilla, I think um, it is a very good balance between friendship and business partners. Like mm -hmm. we didn't really start off as like uh, best friends or good friends, that kind of yeah. thing. But um, both of us, one thing that is, uh, okay, we are both quite different. But one thing that is uh, similar is that both of us, we work quite fast mm -hmm. in a sense that we are very ambitious people, number one. Yeah. Number two, we have the same values. Mm -hmm. So we, we are very respectful towards each other, towards our team as well. Yeah. And what we want after, after all is that, you know, with this business, we have more time with our family. That's it. Mm -hmm. Like right now, when we... I mean, this is our second, close to second year in September, you know, it will be our second year. Mm. And of course, in this uh, early years, right, of building a business, we will be, need to be more hands-on. We will need to yeah. put in more time. This is the time where we really, really invest into the business. But when it grows into a certain size or to a certain age, our, our wish is that we will take a step back, let the company run, and then we can afford to have more time with our loved ones and our family. That is our yeah. goal. So from the get-go, our goal has been the same. Mm -hmm. We are both ambitious yeah. and we are both respectful towards each other. Yeah. So I think the fundamentals have to be correct. Mm -hmm. It cannot be too different. Yeah. Our working styles are very different. Our personality type is different. You know? yeah. uh, the way we do things is different. But yeah. the values have to be the same. Yeah. So for me and Priscilla, we have always um, been very clear. We always, always remind each other, if you are upset with anything, if you feel like you, know, you want to feedback on anything, mm. you have to be open with me. Mm. And, and that is what we do you know, since the very, very beginning. Uh, anytime I feel like I'm not happy about certain things mm. that is done, I will voice it out. Mm. Not in a uh, quarreling way, yeah. but in a, in a matured way. Uh, conversation kind of way problem solving kind of attitude mm -hmm. so uh, back to your question like uh, how do we separate personal and professional right mm -hmm. for me personally I never take business personally mm. business is business 
So if let's say today I propose to Priscilla an idea, let's say for Christmas, right? For yeah. end of the year. Yeah. If she says, Karine, I think this is not going to work. I don't think this is a good idea. I think you can do better than that. I'm not going to feel hurt and mm. feel like, oh, demotivated. Priscilla don't mm. like me. Priscilla don't <laughs> think I'm good enough. You know, yeah. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to be like, oh, okay. All right, let's move on. Yeah. So never, never, never take things personally when it comes to business. Mm. Whether or not your partner is your husband, your family members, your friend. Mm. Always take it as both of you, you are looking for the same thing, which is to grow the company. Mm. And it is a win-win for everyone. Yes. So when I say that this is, idea is not good enough, I'm not saying that you are not good enough. I'm just mm. saying that the idea is not good enough. That's it. You mm. know. So if we can compartmentalize personal and business and separate them right mm. um, it can solve a lot of problems it can uh, it can uh, prevent a lot of um, conflicts and issues yeah. Yeah. yeah I think your your this this part you really put it in a very um, straight to the point very, very very solid advice in terms of this question communication the communication is very very important and not bringing uh, business business is not personal you don't take business personally so i think this whoever that is watching our session today uh this video and you you will agree with this and i think this is a very important takeaway to to all entrepreneurs with partners especially when two two are women like you know you know women oh <laughs> uh, uh, yeah so we are because we, we think a lot we, we we i don't know about you but um Female and male entrepreneurs are different, very different. The way they think and all, and and female tend to be more emotion. That's what they say, like emotional, and and we we really attach our feelings to our business and our whatever that we do. A male can the man can be like, okay, uh, okay, it's okay, but it's really it's a bit a bit challenging for women to like, ah, really, uh, you don't like it. So that's why you said always remember, bear in mind that you know don't take business personally. I think this is a very very important takeaway for from this session. And for Priscilla, do you have anything to add on top of uh what Karin has shared, uh, splitting personal and business? How do you draw the line? Um. So basically, mm. me and Karin, there is one thing in common, is we are mm. quite workaholic. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay, so honestly speaking, we, we really wanted to help each other also to, yeah. to draw the line between um, working mood and family mood. Yes. As much as we can, we also constantly remind each other, hey, Karin, now we are not supposed to talk about work, let's rest. So <laughs> I try not to reply her or she try not to reply me like certain hours. Yeah. That's where we, we both each other also help. So... Yeah. Um, in terms of that, we also set some rigid rule between our company culture. Like mm-hmm. Saturday, Sunday, we try not to have any um, work discussions and that. Mm-hmm. Although it's an e-commerce 24-7, but we still value work-life balance for each of our team members, yeah. not only for us. So yes. um, to be able to switch on and off, it's the tedious learning progress, I would say. Not anyone yeah. that, um, from a working uh, 9 to 5 environment got into entrepreneurship able to do this. Yeah. So basically, I struggle a lot in the very, very beginning because you will be like 24-7 thinking about a business. But then yeah. for the forgetting that you have a family to care, a children to take care. Yeah. But after all, um, if you're able to switch on and off with your mindset, like work mood and family mood, mm-hmm. try to put away our handphones and focus on a family, yeah. we encourage quality time. Mm-hmm. So basically, even though it's that half an hour time with my daughter, I encourage each other to really let go everything and also mm-hmm. uh, into the moment, enjoying yeah. with 
yeah. So this is some things that um I believe both of us very, very sync and very, very agreed on. And yeah. that's where a lot of time when it comes to make a lot of decisions, we will factor this also. Mm-hmm. So how on on what kind of frequency do you both talk to each other? Like um, I know that text, yes, but how about in uh in um now cause MCO you we can't really meet in, in person, but like like this online. What kind of is the frequency that you guys have this kind of like formal discussion or meeting? Uh, uh maybe Karin can answer that. Mm, we talk every day. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes uh I like to joke with my husband. I talk to Priscilla more than you. <laughs> yeah. Because um it's true, we we are constantly in contact. Yeah. Um and I think that's very, very important because yeah. uh, it's a partnership. So communication has to be constant. Yeah. Uh, but of course, on weekends, we try not to, to text at all, uh, yeah. you know, to encourage family time. Yeah. But in terms of like, uh, like a Zoom meeting or like a Google Meet, yeah. uh, we are scheduling about once a week mm-hmm. uh, just to really uh, talk about like the more important issues. But yeah. uh, other than that, we usually just discuss them over WhatsApp as well. Because mm. for us, sis, I think uh, we are handling a lot of things. Mm. And also uh, being mom of two with no help, right? Yeah. So um, whatever we think of, we just save us. Yeah. In, in case we forget, you know. Yeah. yeah. A lot of times, uh, whatever I think of, I just text her first and then uh, you can reply me later. So yeah. we have a culture of uh, telling each other what is urgent, what is not urgent. Mm, okay. So okay. I will I will just text you first and then like mm. okay you can reply me later this is not urgent mm. or if it's urgent I'll tell her you know so that we mm. know okay I will attend to this later mm. or I, I need to attend to this now mm-hmm. I think mm. that's very very important to help each other in um, the productivity side yeah mm. whether or not we need to attend to everything now or mm. some things can wait yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I think that is very important. Yeah, that is very important. Do you do that to your staff, your team? Yes, we, we mm. practice that as well. Mm. So um if it's urgent, we have to uh tell each other. Like mm. for example, hi, uh I I, I need a, a quotation right now to be sent to this client, it's urgent mm. because it's a tight timeline. Then we will tell mm. each other. Mm. If it's not urgent, then we will tell I can do it on Monday, we can do mm. it on Tuesday, it's fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, same mm-hmm. goes for proposals as well like if let's say this project that we are proposing for we are pitching for it's not going to be anytime soon clients say it's okay you can send to me maybe in one to two weeks time mm-hmm. then we will communicate the same thing with our team mm-hmm. so we try to be productive in a way that we arrange what is urgent and important accordingly yeah 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 I see. If so, not, it's gonna be very anxious one, you know. Like correct, every correct. time, yeah. Imagine go. every time, yes, every time we text our team is now, now, now. Uh, so whatever they are doing, they have to drop and then they have to lie on us, right? It's mm. it's actually quite distracting and it's not very productive. Mm. Same goes for Priscilla. If let's say whatever she texts me, I have to do it now, right? I'll get very stressed very every <laughs> every time she texts me. Yeah. So we we practice this, we make it a habit. If let's say it's urgent, we'll tell each other. If it's not urgent, we tell each other also. Mm. Yeah. I guess being a mother also, our flexibility like to drop things and do is quite impossible all the time because we have young ones like myself I have a I have a three and a, three and a half and a eight months old also so sometimes when I when I like like actually forever that Priscilla was saying that priest was saying um to be in the moment with the daughter I think for me I I, I need to self-reflect because whenever I nurse my son I, I I'm working the, the the best time to reply messages is when he's nursing and I'll just on my phone <laughs> reply. Don't feel bad about it because that was what we did as well. Yeah. Like putting kids to bed, you know, while they yes. are breastfeeding. That is the yes. best time to reply. Reply. 
they're here, I'm here, you know. Yes, yes, yes. The phone. Have you ever dropped your phone on them? Yes. <laughs> it's quite normal. Yeah. I drop it like boom. Oh, so my. Then cry, you know. Oh, and then I carry it. Oh. But yeah, both of my kids can know that my phone dropped on them. <laughs> That's why we invested I mean, in this ring now. <laughs> oh, yes, yes. yes so as then, much as possible, we try not to. La, but sometimes yes. it's really hard. Like for me also, right. like I have, my phone is full of messages every single yes. day. So when do I reply? Mm. When I actually have my hands to myself, when I'm breastfeeding or mm. when I'm in a toilet. Yes, toilet. Yes, yes. yes. Mm. So, so we just have to make do. La. Correct, I, correct. I, I keep telling myself, this is not going to be forever because mm-hmm. our kids will grow up. Yeah. And when Correct. they grow up, we have more time. So mm-hmm. it's not going to be so crazy. But for now, we just have to make do. Correct. So that's Correct. what and we have to tell ourselves as moms. And, and then uh, mothers, especially like your type and priests type, you guys are, we are all multitasker. Like we can, we will slot in whatever. We can do three things. We can carry the baby, cook and and talk on the phone. I, I, I'm, I bet you can relate oh, to that. Yeah, okay, and then the, the, the leg go up to put the kid and then support and then the hand like that, right? <laughs> oh. <laughs> I can imagine a lot of entrepreneurs, especially women entrepreneurs, we, we, we go through this process, especially we have no help. That's, that's why heads off to, that's why what, what, what PA platform is, we I want to honor um, a mom entrepreneur, actually, especially both of you, and to understand how you balance friendship, partnership, and also your life as a whole and I think today you guys both of two both of you actually give a very good insight and uh, whoever that watched this video would really benefit from it and how to manage and all yeah and then lastly I, I because we already actually covered everything but lastly the last question for both of you is um for Pris first um what is the advice would you give someone when they are looking into starting a business start a business always remember for me it's always yeah a proper projection forecast and plan. at least a year ahead or two years minimum mm-hmm. plan for one year mm-hmm. if you map out your route, route map or your planning within a year right don't yeah. talk about business because it's not serious enough yeah. if we would really go into a business uh, we have to really think further yeah. and also do proper planning and do proper research the market research is quite tedious before you mm-hmm. start a business so uh, it's very good if let's say any one of you all wanted to try the business, give yourself a one to two months to do thorough market research. Mm. If there is no demand or very, very little demand, then you might have to rethink about it. The product offerings that you have, is it really um, going to be in that line only or it can be expanded? Yes. So time, a lot of business owners, they just start business, but then halfway stuck. Yeah. So we wouldn't want that to happen. That's why a proper planning helps in terms of um giving yourself an insight of what in how uh in how long time your business can grow perpetually. Mm-hmm. So it's very, very important. Do but, come with what we mm-hmm. call business plan. Yeah, the expectation and to know at least there's a planning, then you have something in your heart that you know you are yeah. going on the right path and yeah. stuff like that, right? Okay, you need so to review like mm. half a year or a year, it's very, very important. Okay, so this question also direct to you. Um, how about looking for the right partner? I know there's no final, but you are the one that found Karin, right? So so I think this question can direct to you. How did what is the advice or how any tips for you to give some people that watching this video, this session, how to find the right partner? <laughs> how do you know that this person is the right one for you? 
Um, if you ask me, how mm. do I identify? Yeah. Let's say um, the feeling comes first a lot of time feeling, because yes. you're going to face this person as your business partner, like your life partner throughout yes. the whole journey. So, and then another person, another thing you have to think is whether um, both of you would have like uh, the same mindset. This is mm. very, very important because mm. if let's say both of us are not aligned she only want to remain small i only i wanted to do big then it's very difficult already yeah. so we have to have a common end goal i would say okay then the discussion can take place if mm. the common end goal is not sync mm-hmm. it's very hard to persuade each other already in that sense mm-hmm. not even saying that both of us have a very different character that can complement each other but if we don't have a same end goal is very difficult also. Mm-hmm. So to identify someone that are suitable, share with them your thoughts, your idea, your end goal, and then to see whether it's opposite, uh, if, if the person is having the same idea as you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's man- right. Man, how about managing your company? Like, you know, based on the bio, it's three per- start of three, three percent to nine now. So how, yeah. do, you, how do you manage like, do you have a bad cop, good cop in the company? Um, <laughs> Later, Karin yes. can share. Yeah, okay. you Karin, first. Yeah, I like uh, okay, okay, Karin. Yeah, I'm handling employee. Yeah, yeah. I don't think there's a bad cop or good cop. Uh, mm-hmm. but both of us uh have very different approaches when it when we come to communicating and like uh leadership style. Mm-hmm. So for me, um, personally, I am more of a non-confrontational person, honestly. Like, I don't like to confront people. Yeah. I would rather fire someone than to confront someone, honestly. Oh, okay. <laughs> because if I know, okay, this one, I don't want to fight with you. I don't need to be right. But as a boss, what can I do? You know, I know you're not suitable. I'll just fire you. Mm. So I'll, I'll dismiss you. Mm. Or just explain to you, like, you know what? I think it's not suitable. Because for me, it's, I'm just not confrontational. But mm. of course, I'm not saying this is the right thing to do. La. This is mm. just me. Yeah. Uh, but Pris, she is more bold in that sense, which is mm. a good thing. Uh, yeah. To contrast off my non-contradiction, like, like, yeah. like, like you know, con- yeah. confrontational, sorry. Yeah. So uh, for Pris, she would have no issue approaching the staff and say, Hey, this one is one, this one. You should have done it this way, this way, this way. You know, why? Mm-hmm. Da, 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 okay. Mm-hmm. Nope. She has no issue doing that. So it's mm-hmm. good. Yeah. So it's a good balance. Yeah, me, I think so. I am I am more of a nurturing kind of leader as well. I, I will prefer to motivate you into action and mm-hmm. nurture you and to bring out your best potential, that kind of thing. A bit motherly, if you <laughs> can say so. <laughs> yes, yes. For Priscilla, she is more on a, a casting vision, casting goal. Mm, yeah. yeah, so she's the kind I, 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 I give you a goal um, Let's hit it together She's very good at rallying the team mm. And to, to get everyone into action mm. Yeah. So mm. we are very different in a sense uh, if, if you can tell already, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I'm more of a Yeah, the softer side yes. is, is more of like, okay, let's do this together yeah. kind yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's a very, very um interesting match for two of you. And um I'm very happy for both of you to find each other. That's why when I you know what caught my attention was uh when Karin was releasing a picture of two of you, the the photo shoot that you both did, that picture caught my attention and I was reading about it, and that's why I, I in my head it's like oh Oh my god! I really and then I actually message Karin. I said that I how I wish. Um, I mean, I I very look up to people who have like very because Karin wrote a very t- touching, 
touching thing about your partnership and how you guys go through together and all that. When I read it, not for me also, I feel like, wow, so touching. I don't know. <laughs> so that's that's what that, that's what um clicked me in my mind that like, oh, okay I really need to interview interview both of you because we need to find out dig out the gem like what you guys have in bit together to stick together and go through this and for for uh, for Karin one last question for you is um you know I know that uh, you are coming to two two years anniversary uh in September what you mentioned right so it's not too long ago that you both started. It's not too yes. long. And then MCO hit. So the first year and the second year is so different, right? So how yes. do you handle, like for you, you are the front. You are the image branding, the, the, the social media. So what is different from the first year and the second year? Definitely first year, we were uh, a lot more lost. Like mm-hmm. we didn't know how long this thing would be and yeah. how will it affect businesses. All we knew at that time was that, okay, two weeks, we cannot operate. Mm-hmm. And so we bring everything home. Mm. our staff at that time we only had like four to five staff at that time mm. yeah so we asked everyone to bring stuff home and then uh, we operate from home but mm. at that time our our demand for 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 gifts were not as high as now yeah. um now that our business has grown a lot more yeah. so at that time it was still okay you know we can still wait and see a lot but now uh, one year later in the second time we we are a lot more experienced Mm-hmm. So we know already, okay, what to expect, what to do, mm-hmm. and what can we can do in, in this time to, to leverage on the needs of the people, you know, yeah. and to meet needs of corporate clients and, mm-hmm. and also our retail customers. Um, but uh, one year later with a bigger team is also uh, easier and harder at the same time. Yeah. Easier because we have more manpower. We can uh, delegate more so we yeah. can do more. But at the same time, with more manpower, meaning we have more stress and burden in terms of our budgets. Yes. Like if let's say like this uh, EMCO, we can't operate, right? Mm. Every one of us are operate from operating from home, no? whatever we yeah. can, we, we yeah. do from home, work from home. Um, yeah. Uh, if this continues, it's definitely going to affect cash flow. And yeah. as employers, our main concern is, can I pay my staff this Correct. month? Yeah, so that is our biggest stress as uh, bosses, right? So yeah. with a bigger team, definitely it's easier in the work front, but in the finances front, it's more stressful. Right. So, uh, but of course, we are, we are more prepared to, to face uh, difficulties in this MCO already. Yeah. So that is a good thing. With experience, we are, we are more well prepared on what to yeah. do. Yeah. yeah. So so I think um that's about it. The question that I'm gonna ask, uh, just to co- just to conclude the session, um, just for uh for Karen, do you have any um final say uh to advice of whoever that is doing? Cause you are in the social media, and now because of EMCO, everything is all about social media. And do you have any advice and tips for people that are starting a business? Found they they know what they're doing based on Pris' idea. They know what they're doing. They already forecast everything. They found the right partners or they want to do it themselves. And now, how about the social? Because now it's all about social media, right? So any tips and advice from your end? Um, for me, is you don't have to wait for things to be perfect to share mm. it. Mm. I know so many business owners that don't talk about their business on their personal Facebook and Instagram. Mm. They don't even put on their bio. They don't put on their IG you, when you look at their account, you don't know that they're a business owner of this business one yeah, until okay. they tell you, oh, well, actually, I'm running this business. Then you go and check out the account. It actually is quite big. Mm. But to me, it's, um, talking about your business, right, it's not bragging. A lot of people mistake that. 
like hi I'm I'm very low profile and I don't like to talk about my business one but when you don't talk about it people wouldn't know and to me it is social media is free mm. unless you're running ads lah right but yeah. the tools you know reels uh IGTV everything is free mm. yeah so why are you not leveraging on it in the past um maybe 20 to 30 years ago with no no social media mm. people needed to pay thousands for one newspaper article advertisement slot yes you have to wait for 3 weeks to a month for it to be appearing on the newspaper yes and for these entrepreneurs they make it because they really really take years and 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 time is of such essence last time you know yeah like they can decide okay let's say me and priest we decide okay today let's run an ad on the newspaper yeah it will only appear one month later so yes. what happens in this one month everything moves very slowly back then but mm. this in spite of that entrepreneurs can still make it and they can still go into multi you no know, million or billion companies yes. so to me is there's no reason why we shouldn't do better now with the internet mm-hmm. i remember robert kiyosaki he said if you are a millennial right now which is all of us okay yeah with internet and a phone Yeah, you are supposed to be able to make it in business mm. because it is free. Social media just sign up is free. So yeah. I want to encourage all the entrepreneurs out there. If you are not talking about your business yet, do it. Even though you only have fifty followers on your Facebook or Instagram, you you can still influence these fifty people. Even mm. if they don't buy from you, they will recommend you to their friends who are buying, who mm. are looking. Mm. Yeah. So if if let's say me and Pris don't talk about it. I would say, uh, maybe thirty percent of our followers wouldn't wouldn't know. Thirty percent of Wishful's followers wouldn't know about yeah. the business. Yeah. Yeah. So don't be shy. As a business owner, you have to be proud yeah. of your business. Yeah. Talk about it, and praise it, and promote it because mm. what you are selling is a solution. Mm. You have to right. think of it this way. Like yeah. some people, they feel like I don't want to sell to friends. I don't want to take friends' money. I feel mm. bad. Yeah. But you only feel bad when you are cheating someone. Correct, correct, right? Correct. If like let's say Adeline like Plie, mm. mm. you're offering quality innerwear that yeah. will help women, you know, to feel comfortable and confident, mm. and 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 these are good quality stuff. When yeah. you sell it, you should be proud, right? Yes. And not be like, I am so shy lah to sell this. I uh, I don't want to take money from my customers. Mm. Then your mindset is already wrong. Correct. Yeah. You when you start a business, you have to think, how am I adding? Value to my mm. customers. Mm-hmm. So for us, we are very clear from the beginning. We are here to solve a problem. Yeah. So the problem is that a lot of gifts in the market are not uh very practical. They look good, but they are not very practical and they mm. are not reusable. So mm. that is why everything that we curate right now it has to meet our requirement of practical, purposeful, and beautiful. It has to be reusable and something that is um repurposed that mm. can be repurposed mm-hmm. in the future. Yeah. So when we know that. We are adding value to people. We should be talking about it because yeah. more people will benefit from our business. Mm-hmm. So talk about your business. Be proud of it. Own it, and share it on your social media. Just do it. Mm. Yeah, I think that's a very great advice, and 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 I I can resonate to that because um, uh, once I put it on my own private personal uh Insta uh, IG, then. There are inquiries personally to me directly. People will ask me directly instead of because I feel that they feel that um when I'm proud of my product, then they will be more they will feel more confident in terms of 
asking and approaching and buying it. Yeah, that, that's a very good point. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for your time, Priscilla and, and, and Karin. Thank you so much for saying yes to play, play Malaysia platform and to, to teach and create awareness and educate people that is really in this era of uh, millennium uh, that to, you know, to move forward from the business despite of the market situation right now. And we all have just have to stay resilient and stay strong together. You know, things will get better. And then stay yes. safe. Yeah, we have thank yes, you so thank much. Thank you for having us. Thank, thank you, you so much. Thank you. Take care.